Well, as we sit here on June 20th, not too far tomorrow, the first day of summer, and then not too far from July, I look at the NL Central standings, and who had this on their bingo card? The Cincinnati Reds, 38-35, and 35, reign supreme on top after now winning nine games in a row as the Brewers uh, lose it right away in the game last night. Corbin Burns gives up six runs in the first inning, uh, go on to lose 9-1 to one to the freaking Diamondbacks, and the Brewers fall the second, Pirates third, and who had this on their big no card? The Cardinals dead last with the Cubs second to last. Rowdy, good morning. Reds first place. Did you have this on June 20th? I would tell you this on opening day. Well, nobody did, and just in general... <laughs> The Reds won't lose. No, nine in a row. The Cincinnati Reds have done it again. After last night, they would beat the Rockies to start their series after sweeping the Strohs. The hell's going on in the NL Central, Rowdy? Now, you look at uh, what teams in the Central have been doing lately. Well, you mentioned Cincinnati, nine wins in a row. Brewers are three and seven in their last ten. Pirates are on a seven-game losing streak. <laughs> then you have the Cubs, who are actually pretty hot, eight and two in their last ten. And then there's the Cardinals on a three-game winning streak, but just four and six in their last ten. P. U. What the hell is happening in Major League Baseball's NL Central? Well, at least it's not the AL Central. Yeah, how's that looking? By the, the way, the AL Central has no teams over five hundred. Oof. Yeah, Twins on top, thirty-six and thirty-seven. Stinky. Uh, Royals in the basement there, 19 and 53. Um, well, I mean, those are by far. I mean, AL Central the worst. NL Central second worst. What's the What's the third worst division then, Rowdy? The freaking Let's see here. God, I don't know. Well, pretty... It's not going to be the AL East. I'll no. tell you that. AL East has got some. Uh, they got every team above 500. My God, they got some juggernauts out there in the AL East, headed by the Rays. Red Sox are last, but they're 38 and 35. Um. For teams that I think are probably pretenders, I would go with the NL East because you have the Braves who are really, really good. And then it's the Marlins. They're 11 games over 500. Do they have staying power? Phillies, they're four games over 500. Uh, The Mets, four games under 500. Nationals aren't good. What's up with the Mets, by the way? That's just the Mets being the Mets year in and year out. Like Mets are going to be the Mets. Their offense is terrible. They lost their closer before the season even started. Uh, Max Scherzer hasn't been great. Verlander hasn't been that great. Yeah, but all reports they'll get David Stearns coming next year to help him out. Maybe that'll give him a boost, but they'll just have to wait a year. Yeah, this this they just need to spend more money too. <laughs> yeah, like, spend more money. Um, last night though, uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers, um, Corbin Burns. Here's his stat line. Five innings, giving up eight hits, seven earned runs, a walking two, striking out three, and he also gave up a dinger. Uh, first inning was his undoing. He gave up six runs right then and there. I don't know, Rowdy. What are we thinking about Corbin Burns as he now sits five and five on the year uh, with, uh, what the hell is his ERA? ERA sitting at 3.96. What are we thinking about Burnsy here? Yeah, not ideal start yesterday, especially when uh, you're coming off a sweep of the Pittsburgh Pirates and you want to get off on the good foot against the Arizona Diamondbacks, the team that is in first place in the NL West. Burns is your guy. But when you look at what happened to him in that first inning, he gave up six runs. Uh, Pretty much every single swing that the Arizona Diamondbacks had where they put the ball in play and hit the ball hard 
almost every single one of those pitches were center cut, all for about one. Yeah. And when you can't locate against the best guys in the world, that's exactly what's going to happen. If you if you can't paint the corners or put the ball where you want to, that's what's going to happen when big leaguers don't miss. And God, then the first inning they didn't miss. <laughs> no, they did not. And uh, you know, Burns talked about it. He said he. I'll get the audio coming up here, but Burns talking about how, you know, it just he settled down after the first inning. He did. He yeah. really did. You take away that first inning, and I mean, look at what you have. They scored six in the first. Yeah, and then I mean, the Brewers offensively didn't really do much either. Though they had what three hits on the night. Christian Yelich had a triple that scored Brian Anderson uh, in the third or the fourth, whichever one it was. What was it? The fourth. Uh, excuse me, the third. So you look see, at this there's team. something with Burns. He's just been a little bit off this year. You look at. Uh, his first two out of three starts, he had pitched, you know, less than 10 innings and had given up 10 runs and his ERA was ballooning. And then all of a sudden he comes back, pitches pretty good, but then you're still seeing here and there he gets touched up a little bit. I mean, he gave up seven earned runs, six in the first. And like he said, he did settle down after the first. Yeah. Like he looked like a different pitcher after the first inning. Too bad you don't get to drop off your worst inning <laughs> because kidding. he gave up six. Everything was pretty much right down the middle that yeah. first inning. He couldn't spot anything, and you can't you can't give major league baseball teams six in, or six run leads and expect to come back, especially with an offense that's bottom five in major league baseball. Yeah, Brewers offense is tough. But yeah, something just seems a little off with Corbin Burns. Was it the the off season issues with the team? You know, the contract issues. Is it just him? Like, he wants out. Yeah, something just seems it's it's not a ton off where it's like, oh my God, who is this guy? He's terrible. Yeah. Because he still has it most of the time, but it's like he just needs to fix just a little something to get back to where he was. Because overall, you can pluck away, oh, his first two starts. Oh, there was one other bad one. Now we have another bad one. He's got four bad starts. And I know we. I went back and looked at how many bad starts he's had in seasons in 2020 and beyond because that's when Corbin Burns yeah. officially became the Cy Young candidate, Corbin Burns. The man. The most bad games he's ever pitched in a single season were like five to six. Well, we're at four, and it's June twentieth. Yeah, so yeah. something's clearly off. Yeah, Corbin Burns finished uh, eighty-six pitches in five innings. He th- pitched thirty in the first inning, only nine pitches in the second. So again, it was, you know, the first inning got him. He settled down, then he looked like a phenom after that. It's just, you know, the, it's Rowdy said he can't be hanging those pitches to base or pitches the the professional baseball players. Here's Burns. Um, this is him after the game. Let's take a listen here. Yeah, just just today, the next year early in that first inning. Um, you know, two pitches in, we had we had second or third or whatever it was, with with nobody. And um, you know, really the first three hitters kind of kind of kind of changed that game for me. Obviously, it's the first three of the game, but um, you know, two two non-executed cutters, and then uh, you know the walk, and then you know they, they were rolling. So um, you know, for the most part this year, we've been able to to kind of minimize those those, those innings like that and keep them to a couple of runs. And um, you know, outside of tonight, there's maybe one other start we've had uh, you know the beginning get to us and kill us. So. Um, yeah, after this after the first, we, we threw the ball well. We, we knew they were aggressive. We just made better pitches and let them get themselves out. I mean, basically what it is, right? I mean, the first inning got away from him, then he just dialed in after that. Uh, we have a question here. Our guy X-Ray Punk, X-Ray Punk on Twitch says, well, how much run support is he getting this year? Well, it's not a lot. 
Yeah, there's been some games where Corbin Burns, you know, goes six, seven innings, gives up one, two, three runs, and he's on the end of a loss. Yeah. I well, mean, he's five and five. Heading into the weekend series against the Pirates, the Brewers were averaging four runs a game. Um, how many? No, they're they're right around there, too. Yeah. Uh, I think they were slightly above four. Yeah, it's they had one last night, so they had three hits. I mean, it's... <laughs> it's it, Corbin Burns allowed more hits before recording an out than the Brewers had hits all night. So, yeah, not ideal. Not you can't score a ton of runs when you only have three hits. Nope. Uh, but here's the thing: the Diamondbacks, uh, they're a good squad. They're top of their division. Brewers are going to get back at it again tonight. Seven uh, ten first pitch. So. Uh, we'll see what happens as the Reds now sit a half game above the Brewers. Will the freaking Reds ever lose? Uh, yes, they will. Just the question is, uh, when? Does Joey Votto back yet, Rowdy? No. Uh, when is Joey Votto coming back here? He has um, a bad shoulder. Let's see here, Adam McKelvey. The Reds won the ninth straight game in Joey Votto's return from the IL. Okay. Uh, unless the Brewers hit a couple of grand slams in the next inning and change since they'll be in first place this season for the first time since 20... 20- what? The Reds will be in... Well, the Reds will be in first place this deep into a season for the first time since 2012. And guess what? The Reds are in first place. So they're in the first place this deep in a season since the year of our Lord, 2012. Yeah, and Joey Votto, obviously a longtime Red, probably will go into the Reds Hall of Fame. Like, he's on the last legs of yeah. his career. He he is in the final year of, of his baseball career. He's 40 years old. He's a guy that uh, next year has a player option, or uh, sorry, a team option for $20 million. They're not picking that up. The Reds are doing this with Joey Votto on the shelf the entire season so far. And basically a bunch of prospects, some... Uh, guys like Jonathan India that are proven players, but pretty much it's prospects, quadruple A players, Jonathan India, and a hurt Joey Votto. Like the Reds are doing it with prospects that are balling out. If only the Brewers could uh, well, here, yeah. see some of those prospects go. ball out. Joey Votto got into the, was in the game yesterday, his first time this season, and guess what he did in the fifth bottom of the fifth inning. He went deep. Joey Votto, homer to right, 381 feet uh, for the Cincinnati Reds. And then the Reds went on to beat the Rockies 5-4. to four. So Joey Votto's return, Rowdy, he gets a fringed dinger. Yeah, just think about this. The Reds, their core players that are coming up and just killing it, that have been playing amazing, are all 21 to 23 years old. So even younger than uh, a lot of the Brewer prospects. And they're playing at the big league level and having more success. And then on top of that, uh, it's a team that has a lot more caps, or I guess you would say payroll space. And um, they're going to be losing Joey Votto next year, which is like 20-plus million dollars. So they would have a decent amount of money to spend as well. Um, Brewers? Might not be in as good of a situation as you originally thought they were, especially in April. Hey, Al, Brewers could be four games up by the trade deadline, and we know what they're going to do. They're going to trade their big pieces. Uh, here, here you go. Here's last night for Votto. Joseph Daniel Votto, Rowdy, going yard in his return. 
as Great American Ballpark erupts. And the Reds are in first place. Unbelievable. I can't. I, this NL Central is just absolutely wild. Uh, let's see here. Uh, who's going tonight for the friggin' go? Uh, Colin Ray versus Ryan Nelson, right, Rowdy? Yep. Uh, <laughs> a lot of enthusiasm in that. Yep. Yep. I'm basically just. I'm basically <laughs> yep. just waiting until July, and and from farther than that until I'm going to say after the all-star break until I make a, a real opinion on this Milwaukee Brewers team, because what's your opinion right now on them? They are what they are. Like, Stinky, I, like, like I, I don't want a ton to do with them. The, One, they don't have uh, ain't much else all of on. their, they don't have all their guys back because everyone's been hurt since pretty much the start. Uh, two, you're not expected to get a ton of guys back. Yeah, I understand they've gotten some guys back here and there, but the big names, the big names are still kind of on the shelf. Yeah. Well, Bruce fans, what, I mean, what's your opinion on this team right now? I know they're injured and waiting for some guys to get back and. I mean, offensively, not really that. I don't it's know like what, you're going through the motions until roughly the all-star break to see who's healthy, where the team is, how they're playing, and if they're about ready to unload a bunch of guys. Well, what do we know about the Brewers? Even if they're in first place, they're going to unload some guys. They'll stand pat or unload. Do you see a scenario where the Brewers actually buy? Yeah. Half the teams in the NL have like a plane crash. <laughs> Oh, that's where we're at at this point of the season before the All-Star break at the team. Oh, God. But the mob is fickle with one Corbin Burns. First inning, he gives up six runs to the Diamondbacks. Brewers end up losing 9-1. to one. Not ready. Corbin Burns is 5-5 five and five on the year. Uh, let's see here. What's his ERA sitting at now? Three, what is it? 3.96. For Corbin Burns, 86 Ks, a whip of 1.15. His ERA last seven days, 8.18. What are we thinking of Corbin Burns right now, Rowdy? I mean, obviously he's the uh, what is he? The cornerstone, the linchpin of the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, he's rotation. supposed to be the Brewers ace. Yeah, so, supposed to be or is? Supposed to be. Oh, who is? I don't think. I don't think I can put my finger on it. I don't think anyone else knows. I don't even think the Brewers know who their ace is. It's supposed to be Julio Tehran right now. Now people are going to say, well, what about Brandon Woodruff? He hasn't pitched in two months. And he's not going to pitch till what? After the yeah, all-star he's break? not going to pitch until after the all-star break. We still have another month mm. until Woody comes mm. back. You would like to think it was Corbin Burns, but I mean, if you're talking about who is pitching the best as of right now, Probably Julio Tehran. Yeah. Wade Miley pitched good in his, uh, his start to come back. But he had been hurt. <laughs> Eric Lauer got demoted down to AAA. Yeah. Well, I mean, Adrian Hauser has been shuffled back and forth. Oof. He was hurt to start the season. He's been shuffled back and forth between bullpen and starting. Hey, Hauser pitched last night. Four innings, three hits, uh, 1K, two, uh, one earned run. Colin Ray. Oof. Pitching tonight. He's been back and forth between AAA and the big leagues. And basically, that's been his entire you know, big league career was back and forth. Let's see here. Uh, here's some comments. Uh, the King, our guy Kinger, says Burns is a tank at blowing games. Bum Burns needs to be gone by the end of the month. Uh, J8 Krebs messaged me, Corbin Burns, not my ace. 
Then with a gif of Woody, Brendan Woodruff. He hasn't pitched in two effing months. I'm on Milwaukee Brewers' Facebook page. Uh, they posted the final last night, 9-1. to one. There's some comments. Uh, funny, this woman's name is Karen. Karen says, in my opinion, Burns is not the answer. Well, she said Barnes. Burns is not the answer. He needs to quit messing with his hair after every pitch and maybe concentrate on the game more. I don't consider him an ace. Wow. Concentrate on the game and not play with your hair after every pitch. Uh, maybe there's a reason why he plays with his hair. I think I want to know why, because he can't put a little jalapeno in his nose, Rowdy. Just asking questions. <laughs> maybe he should have played with his hair a little more in the first inning. Get a little grease on those fingers, Rowdy. Let that ball spin a little bit. But, I mean, really, who is the ace? You don't have one. You don't have one. What's the Brewer's identity? You don't have one. Well, I would say that the Brewers just in general with this core of players that they've had basically since 2021, Mm -hmm. it's you got to hit home runs and you got to hit them in bunches. Well, the home runs are way down this year compared to where they had been the last two years. They had three hits last night. The hot and cold has been even more extreme and they just haven't been good. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out like what's the vibe of this Brewers team. Like what's 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 you got to know who you are to to you know successfully go somewhere. I don't even know what this Brewers team is. I don't know what the NL Central is. The Reds are in first place. This is the first time this deep in a season the Reds have been in first place since 2012. What what's the NL Central, Rowdy? Well, a, I, a division up for grabs I just for anyone? Don't know what to tell Milwaukee Brewer fans, or I, I don't even think the team knows what they're going to do. Cause, just because you look at their current like roster, Corbin Burns isn't pitching like Corbin Burns has the last few years. He's supposed to be your ace. He's probably pitched to a level of about a three so far this season. The other guy that was supposed to be your ace, a Brandon Woodruff, he's been on the shelf for two months. Uh, the guy that would most would consider be your third ace, a guy that has finished in the top 10 of Cy Young voting, Freddie Peralta. Well, Freddie Peralta kind of went through a pretty tough stretch, and he has thrown the ball decently well at times here and there, but it's not like Freddie Peralta's been good. Freddie Peralta's got an ERA in, in the fours. Like, Eric Lauer was supposed to be your your fourth. He's in triple A. <laughs> Wade Miley has been good, but again, he He was was also out for over a month. Like, what are you supposed to do? Some of the other arms, Jason Alexander, who filled in admirably last year. Oh, yeah, baby. Summer of George coming up. He's been on the shelf. I mean, you can go right up and down the entire roster for pitching. And outside of Julio Tehran, who has pitched well? Who who has pitched well and or hasn't been on the shelf for at least a month? You can't name anyone outside of Julio Tehran. The silence is deafening. Aaron uh, Ashby was signed to a long-term yeah, deal. He's still hurt. He was signed to a long-term deal because yet? they wanted to to get like a Freddie Peralta contract where it's like, hey, we can kind of buy out his arbitration and pay him low amounts of money, but he's a guy that has a lot of upside. That was a guy that uh, needed shoulder surgery right before the season even started. Probably won't throw a pitch this entire year. Yep. Yeah, Freddie Peralta, he's been giving up a lot of dingers. Um, the Brewers, 
Okay, here's the vibe. Our guy, Daner. Daner. Well, he says Devin Williams. He's a dog. Well, yeah, but he's, you know, comes in the ninth inning. It's hard to get Devin Williams in the game when you don't score runs. Let's see here. And your starting pitching hasn't been very good. Dane says, why are we sweating Corbin? This is the exact script that I wrote last week. It was always going to be an L, regardless of what Corbin Burns did. Yeah, Daner called in, and we said this too. The Brewers, just as they seemed like they were circling the drain, getting swept by the Oakland A's, are going to win some games, bring you back just to lose a game. And see, well, I think he brings up a good point on, like, why are we coming at Corbin Burns? Because I, I would say for the most part this season, I've kind of just been, well, let's see how it plays out for the rest of the year. He's had four bad starts now uh, in his, you know, in his time from 2020 through 2023, his worst seasons had like five, six bad starts. So he's quickly approaching that. Is that four? Yeah. It's only June 20th. Now he could still definitely figure that out in time and look great. Look back to, you know, being a Cy Young award winner. But I think just looking at this as a whole, Corbin Burns is having a down year, but yeah, you have to think that it's going to turn around at least at some point, at least with some of these guys can, can, Willie Adamas really hit below 200? Can, can he? Yeah. Well, he's 202 right now. Can he really be a 200 hitter? No, he, can, he can and will, but he shouldn't be. Like there, there are so many guys that are grossly underperforming and or have been hurt. And the fact that you're still half a game behind first place, like we keep saying this, but it's it's just so stupid. It's Brewer's biggest bat. Owen Miller hitting 285. We're complaining about Burns not necessarily pitching well, but if you look at the grand scheme of things, you have a middle-of-the-road bullpen, and it's had injuries. You've had, I would say, for like a rotation, even though it's been you know kept together with like super glue and band-aids Some and gum like yeah, out there. you can find it's still been a decent rotation overall like like i would say i don't have the numbers in front of you but i would say off the top of my head i bet they're probably a pretty middle of the road uh starting five just in general so you have a decent enough pitching the reason why you're stinking and you, you're not winning games is because your offense is so bad if they have three hits a season low. If your offense averaged four and a half runs like it did last year, it'd look a lot different than a team that barely averages four. Three hits last night. Uh, either was their season low or it tied their season low. Well, how about this? Daner then says, uh, the vibe is for the Brewers that Yelich is back and Braun, Ryan Braun is preparing for a DH role after we sell everyone at the deadline. <laughs> well, how about Yelly? Christian Yelich had an RBI triple uh, last night down right field, third inning. Yelly has reached base safely in 12 straight games and is batting 422 during that stretch. That's 19 of 45. In the in 12 games this stretch, Yelly's been batting 422. That is about it for the Milwaukee Brewers. I actually saw a tweet where if you want some promising news, now obviously, well, I do. give me some promising news, Jody. Obviously, there was a little bit of chatter with. I know our guy Fuller brought it up uh, probably like uh, was it earlier this week or about a week ago uh, where he said if if Christian Yelich was an Atlanta Brave, he would be in the All-Star game. I don't think I would go that far, but I did see this tweet. Christian Yelich at the All-Star break in 2018, the year he won his MVP, he was batting 293. He had an on-base percentage of 364, and he was slugging... Uh, 456. 
His OPS was 823, had 11 home runs. This is Christian Yelich's numbers uh, as of June. Now, this was a couple days old, but June 18th. He's batting 271, so he's 22 points lower. But his on base is actually 367, three points higher. And his slugging was 434, so that's actually 22 points lower. But his OPS is over 800 at 801, nine home runs. That's not a ton off from where he was in 2018 at the All-Star break. But he started getting super hot at the end of June, and then that led into July, August, September, and then fizzled out in October, but we don't talk about that. Fizzle. Uh, But yeah, but just in general, he got super hot in late June and that's what carried him through. And he just went unconscious. And then 2019 was unconscious for pretty much the entire season until he hurt his knee would have won the MVP again. That's, I guess, good to see that he is somewhat close to those numbers. But we know that if you're ever going to see a great, all-star MVP caliber, yeah. he's got to even take off and go nuts from there. But I guess you'll take that, right? You totally take Especially it. Especially when this offense has been so bad that uh, Christian Yelich, who, looking at the numbers, has gotten really hot in June, has been, at this point, well above average, is your best hitter. Because the guys that are supposed to be maybe on par with him or what he has been uh, the last few years have been better and or about the same are just failing miserably right now. But you have to root for some of these guys. Like isn't whether the, isn't that the Brewers are now failing miserably? Whether the Milwaukee Brewers sell or buy at the deadline, we as Milwaukee Brewer fans can't do anything about it. History would say uh, they probably sell. Yeah, or stand pat. But just for their benefit, they need these guys to start playing better. You need Corbin Burns to start looking good. You need Willie Adamas to hit 250 and do all this because whether they're going to be on your team or not, you need them to play well so you can Hell, get a bigger return. Doesn't doesn't Corbin Burns want to do well too because the better he does, the more money he's going to get yeah, elsewhere. Also, they are going to get paid in 2 years. Yeah. Wouldn't doesn't doesn't wouldn't it behoove him to do better so he gets more money from another Team that isn't the Milwaukee Brewers because they ain't going to pay him. All right. You know, they need, uh, I can't believe it. I'm talking. There's a TV in front of me in studio. A Paige Sporanic golf commercial just came on TV. My God, Paige, we love you. We need another Paige Sporanic bobblehead night ASAP tonight. <laughs> See, that's like, that's, come on, Paige. How many times can you go to that well, though? That one a lot, I think. Just don't invite Zion. Rowdy? A page sprint bobblehead night spurned the Brewers to a three-game winning streak. Page leaves, and what happens? They lose. Page, you need to come back. It's like that coach that has that one really good inspirational pregame speech, right? And then he keeps going back to the same one, and everyone on the team's like, so we've oh, heard this, coach. Yeah, we've heard that. This isn't that great anymore. Like it worked the first time. The second time it still inspired us, but the third time? I could recite it word for word. Yeah, and <laughs> gotta switch it up a little it's bit. It's a little stale now. I don't know, is Paige Frantic it's stale? I'm not. I see her post on Instagram every day. I'm still intrigued. Oh, the mob is fickle, my friends. I'm getting tweets in now. Not my ace about Corbin Burns. 
I go look at the Milwaukee Brewers on Facebook, their post. They put the final last night. And, man, are people in the comment section getting hot and bothered over the former Cy Young Award winner. You think it's because they know he's done after this year? Well, here's the thing. You got to cheer for him, Willie Adamas, and some of these guys to start producing just in general because whether they're going to trade them or not, it's only beneficial for them to play well because either yeah. the Brewers are going to start doing yeah. well or they're going to get more for them. Yeah. I know a guy who's never lost his fastball. Grant Bills of the Wisco Sports Show. Good morning, Grant. Gentlemen, people paid to go to that Brewer game last night. Imagine spending, you know, 60, 70 bucks, you get to the ballpark, and literally before Corbin Burns records an out, the game is over. Can and you, you imagine? And you didn't even way? get a cool bobblehead like, I don't know, Indiana Jones Craig Council or a not atomically correct Paige Sporanek. Come on, Grant. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You guys, I stayed at work until around 7 last night. I was grinding. I was getting things done. Oh, I was yeah. editing audio. I was... I was planning my show. I was scheming for the week. Yeah. So I walked home around 7. I got home, I don't know, 7.15, turned on the TV, and it was like 5 to nothing. I'm like, wait a minute. Man, I hasn't even started yet. I, I, I barely got home. I, I didn't even take my shoes off. Hey, what did Euchre say last night, RJ? He was like, in the second inning? Like- oh, yeah, on the radio, Euchre, because uh, I got in during the bottom half of the first, and he goes, if you're just tuning in, you're going to be all right. <laughs> That's, I mean, from the game on there, it's like it was a decent game. It was six so to I, nothing. I missed the bad part. They ended up losing nine to one, Grant. <laughs> like imagine, imagine going to that game. Like you've just you've rushed home from work. You, you've made arrangements to go see a game in the middle of the day, right? You get to the ballpark. You get a beer. You get a snack. You barely get to your seat. You barely have time to to have a drink, to have a bite, to get settled, and it's done. It's over. Like what? I, yeah, that sucks. Okay, you're at the ballpark. What do you do? It's six nothing. Bottom of the first. What do you do? Pop quiz hot shot. It's six nothing. What do you do? What do you do? Uh X call. <laughs> Unless it's all booked. And hope Paige Brannick like like, like her, her flight didn't get like delayed or her flight got delayed, so she's still around. Is is she around? Uh six nothing on a Monday. God, that's tough. What would I do at the ballpark? Um Oh, maybe I'd try to go get into that Jay Lining Kugel barrel yard out in left well, field. It's well, like, well, this is already a lost cause of the night. I better spend another fifty dollars on meal and some drinks to make it worth my while. Yeah, I better get more a nausea more of my money. Why not, Grant? Yeah. Did you know what were you doing in twenty twelve? Oh, twenty twelve would have been my eighth grade year. I was just finishing up my junior high career. Grant, in twenty twelve, uh, at this point in the. MLB season was the last time the Reds were in first place. Hey, yeah, but that tracks, I guess. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, that's, no, <laughs> that checks out. No, I know you don't look it's at the. Uh, when do you look at the standings usually? That was uh, after. Oh, Memorial Day. Memorial Day. So now you look at the standings, and you see the Reds first place. What does Grant Bills think of that? Exactly. Right, right. I mean, we were in first place yesterday, and what a great day it was Ugh. before any baseball games were played, yeah. I guess. All right. Well, Grant, I don't want to focus on bad. I want to focus on positive. How about Paige Sporanek sparking a three-game winning streak for the Brewers? God bless her, right? You know, we make fun of the Brewers a lot, but they were they were kind of going off this weekend. Paige Sporanek bobblehead night. Well, I guess it was golf night, technically. Um, and then Craig Council is Indiana Jones on Saturday. They had three bucket hats and then three mullet haircuts in left field. Like they were just, they were going all out last weekend. 
from a promotions perspective. And yeah. look at it, translated to wins on the field. Just a, a 10 out of 10 all-around weekend at, at uh, American Family Field. I almost used the, the old name. Whoops. Brewers are dialed in, Grant. Brewers are dialed in. Hey, speaking of dialed in. Uh, yeah, well, they were. Let's we'll, we'll end on the positive note there of sweeping the Pirates. We'll f- try to forget about yesterday. Grant, Milwaukee yeah. Bucks. We'll stick in the city of Milwaukee here. Uh, draft coming up. The Bucks have the last draft in the NBA's draft. Uh, rumor is they're trying to move up a little bit because yeah, I don't know really what you do with that last pick in that draft. Uh, besides, like, it's a gamble. They've probably come up snake eyes. <laughs> Grant, is the NBA just a weird draft where it's like, hey, if you don't have, like, a top five pick, you might as well just collect a bunch of seconds because hopefully you find a Malcolm Brogdon. Because I feel like if you're not in that top five, top ten, good luck trying to find anyone that'll help at all. Well, I mean, most years it's even harder than that. Like this year, it's probably a three man draft because you got Wemby, Scoot, and then how do you say Brandon that Wemby's guy's guy. name? Victor Wembenyama. 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 Is he um, really the real so deal? This year it's yeah, he looks like the real deal. Yeah, but then again, I mean, we thought like we thought Zion was a can't miss you know prospect, and look what's going on with him right now. Hey, he can't miss off the court. Ball. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Apparently, that I, I feel like what this woman's trying to do to him is extortion. Like she's saying to the New Orleans Pelicans that you need to trade Zion, or I'm going to release our sex tape. Like I, I feel I'm no lawyer. Isn't she Don't like a porn on. star? Do it. Yeah, I think a retired adult performer. Okay, would be the correct okay, thing. okay. Real quick, you're the Hornets, and someone's like, "I'm gonna release our sex tape." It's like, lady, I see you getting it all the time on the internet. You're a porn star. Like, what, what, what are you gonna do to us? Oh yeah, well, she she's not worried about it. I, I'm sure that the Pelicans would not love for their star player to have a sex tape out there. That's not ideal. But once upon a time, Jamal Murray had a little bit, you know, a little video like that, and now he's an NBA champion. So maybe it's not the worst thing in the world. I don't know, but it's, it's very bizarre. Rowdy, you're right, though. Most drafts, like this year, it's kind of a three-man draft. And then, you know, picks five through ten, like, those can be good players, but it's, it's really hard to get a difference maker. I don't know if that means you should collect second-round picks, but, yeah, I think the Bucks this year, like, I last week we read that them, along with some other contending teams, are trying to trade up into the the mid twenties, because there's a lot of players this year that are like older, more experienced college players. You can probably come in and help right away. So that's probably appealing for the Bucks. See, I feel like Zion Williamson. Obviously, the guy has been scouted and and you know told he is the you know premier talent since he was in high school. And I think yeah. at this point, with all the rumors and everything, he's got to just lean into the tape because if you look at him, a lot of talent, <laughs> huge ass. Uh, he's basically got the making of a Kim Kardashian, and that's how she made it. Oh, that's a very good take. He is a thick boy. And, well, the thing about Zion is every time he's played, <laughs> he's been unbelievable. Like, he's been great, like a Sex top tape. 10, top 15 player in the league when he plays. The problem is he never plays. And I like, dude, so you, you haven't had enough energy to get right to play basketball, to rehab yourself from whatever, you know, fill in the blank injuries, but you're out, you know, making Bam Bam with a, with a adult entertainer. Like, come on, come on. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I, I trade him because of making that. Making Bam Bam. Game. I don't know where that came from. I've never said I like, that. I like it. I enjoy it. Well, you're trying to, you know, got, not get hit by FCC laws. I appreciate that, Grant Bills. Well, hey. the kids are going to school right now, Ebo, you know? Like, and this we, is a family like program. Wait, wait, no. The school's we out, Grant. We live on the edge. School's we out. We live on the edge. We don't need to cross the edge. The only kids listening right now are the ones going to summer school that maybe live on the edge anyways, Grant. So, yeah, we could oh, say. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's summer. 
it's yeah, summertime. summertime. I my concept for when school happens is I I yeah. It I don't have kids in school. I'm not in school myself. I live in my own little bubble. I really do. Uh, I saw this from Barry McCockiner. Uh This is not a porn star. That's the guy's name. And he says. Uh, this season, Victor Wembayama is shooting twenty-seven and a half from three and is averaging more turnovers than assists. This guy's the real deal. Rowdy was watching him over the when he was playing for France. He couldn't even like put the ball in the cylinder. Um, what were you watching, Rowdy? Was he watching some international? No, he ball? just yeah, he wasn't playing very well in like some like FIBA tournament where he was kind of getting it taken to him. But uh, biggest bigger than LeBron James coming in. I don't buy that. No, not Ben. Ben Kenny, R.I.P. to Ben Kenny. We miss him. Ben Kenny was like, R.I.P. Well, to his career here. Ben Kenny was just smitten with this French guy and saying that he is indeed the bigger truth than LeBron James. I don't know about that. I don't know. Recency bias, Ben Kenny. That's what they always called him, I guess. I was listening listening to your old podcast yesterday. I was trying to find... Uh, when Ben and I, because I thought we were on air filling in for Bill when Paige Sporonic Bobblehead Day was announced back in February. Right. And I couldn't find it. So maybe I'm misremembering that we were on air. Today. I'm sure you were. Um, I mean, you and Ben were on it instead, together a lot on the Bill Michael show. Yeah. Was... In, instead, uh, it was, I did find a Pete from Monona call where he was calling him uh, Constellation Prize Kenny. Oh, or, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Participation. Trophy Kenny. Oh, oh yeah. great. Oh, yeah. Pete is great. And by the way, uh, apparently this is stemmed from your show. Um, again, apparently Big Joe has beef with Pete from Monona, uh, but it was news to Pete from Monona. Uh, Big Joe called in again this morning and then threw some more shade at Pete. Uh, I, has anything else happened out of this listener on listener violence stemming from the Wisco Sports Show? No, and I hate to promote listener on listener. Well, I actually, I don't I hate love to it. promote listener on listener. Violence on air, but promoting violence is obviously bad. But I, I, Big Joe, I two weeks ago he called in. He was on his way to a Beloit Sky Carp game. You know, he pulled his oh, how we living, kid? You know, his whole Big Joe routine, and then he basically just put Pete Minona blast for two or three minutes. It was funny, and I, I told Big Joe, I said, Big Joe, I think this might be one of your better calls ever. I, so I'm not trying to promote it, but I told him that last week too. I'm like, Big Joe, this is like the best call you've ever had in like the history of calling in right? the, the sports radio. That's what I told him. It was funny. Poor Pete, though. I mean, Pete's a, Pete's a grown man. He can fight for himself. Well, Pete had no idea who the guy even was, so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even think at all. <laughs> I don't even think of you at all. <laughs> hey, Grant. You are um, Big Joe. Grant, what do we got? Uh, anything on the on the Green Bay Packers front? I know we're in kind of uh, you know just hope no one gets arrested in this you know till July twenty fifth. Anything on the Packers front? Uh, Jordan Love like taking some weird strays about him having some French guy who apparently likes Metallica. Like wish Bears fans Happy Father's Day. He's taking strays of it. Any comment on that? I don't have the energy. <laughs> come up with Packers discussions right now. I've been, I've been trying, but about a week ago, I, I was very honest. I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Like, who, who has more expectations this year? Is it Jordan Love or Matt LaFleur? And yes. I, I, we've done so many of those, I no longer care. Like, I just need the games to start. So, no, I, you know, Jordan Love, if he wants to talk smack to Bears fans, fine. Just, you know, back it up in week one. It don't suck. The season officially starts for the Green Bay Packers, in my mind, week one preseason. Oh. Okay, okay. I was going to say when Mike Clemens starts coming on regularly, but I, that's probably about well, those, it. Those emails have already started. Yeah. Well, he sent us the audio of the the uh, the, fr- the you know, Jordan Love saying Happy Father's Day to Bears fans, and he was very adamant to let us know that the French fan was also a fan of Metallica. So, 
Mike where they came Cummins from. was at the Brewer game yesterday, so saw that. I feel a little bad from using the press box. Grant, well, uh, your weekend. What do you? Uh, first of all, do you have a song? What's the song you've been listening to lately? Let's for your outro here. I wanna, I wanna give you a nice song on the way oh. out. Holy smokes! Put me on the. Oh, you know what I've been listening to a ton is the Sopranos theme song because it makes me feel like a badass when I drive around downtown Lacrosse. All right, done. Okay. Woke up this morning. Done. Got your skill for gun. So that's that weirdly what I've been listening to. Grant, did you, have a, did you have a good weekend for let you go, buddy? Uh, I did. I, I laid around in lacrosse. I didn't do much of uh, much of anything at all. I went to a coworker's house, sipped some beers in the backyard, and then yesterday I watched golf. Did some, some my beers. Entire day away. It was raining outside, so I didn't feel bad. You guys you know, got I rain? You got rain? You got rain? Oh, oh, did we ever? Well, Ooh. way to rub oh, it in. Yeah. Way to rub it in around here. Going through a drought right now. We, we, we had a segment earlier about if we should mow our yards or not. I haven't mowed my yard since like May seventeenth. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, no mow June. That's what's in. That's that's what. Yeah, well, here's the thing. It's more like can't mow June. Yeah, no mow mayo's for the bees. Now all the things are dead in the yard. I don't know what the don't, bees are doing now. Don't have to mow June. Was supposed to be watering your yard June for the bees now? I don't know. Bees probably are wishing they got their home mowed up a month ago because they got nothing to pollinate or eat or drink or anything yep. like that. Yeah, we got some rain. It was great. We needed it. Oh, did we need it. Wow. Hey, Grant, uh, before I let you go, if Eric on I-90 calls uh, tonight, ask him about taking a Sawzall and chopping up a piano in his house and starting it on fire. It's pretty good. Dude, he called last night and brought up uh, Deadly and Catch. We were talking about our favorite ships and our favorite captains. Oh, I saw your tweet. Uh, best best show on, uh, on television or whatever, Dog the Bounty Hunter for that kind of... I am the dog. Yeah. Grant, I, I love you so much. We love you, buddy. We'll check you out tonight, uh, 4 to 6, right in the Lisco Sports Show. I know we're woefully late for a break. I'll get out of here. I appreciate you guys. Smooches. You we love you. There he is, Grant Bills. And who had that other bingo card? Grant Bills driving around the cross listening to the Sopranos theme music. Uh, Rowdy, Grant Bills had made uh, a funny statement, and this is more evidence that Big Brother is listening. Now, I'm not trying to actively go out and look at Zion Williamson um, drama or also this baby mama he was with, but Grant Bills messaged uh, it on the show, and then all of a sudden I refresh my Twitter feed, and what's top of the the tab is Zion Williamson news. This is so hilarious to me. Adult film star Mariah Mills says she is dropping her sex tapes with Zion Williamson and tells the Pelicans to trade him now or else. Quote, at NBA, I have sex tapes of me and Zion, and he also has them on his trap phone. Trade him now. He doesn't deserve to be in New Orleans. Otherwise, sex tapes dropping soon. Lady, you're an adult film star. Your sex tapes have dropped. We've Spin seen zone. Them. Spin zone. This is Zion Williamson actually wanting them leaked out there because he wants out of New Orleans. Thus why he hasn't played for New Orleans hardly at all in the last few years. Now that's a spin zone. Zion Williamson always had a dream. It wasn't the NBA, folks. That was just a hobby. His dream? The adult film industry. His dream is to get out of New Orleans. <laughs> Via sex tapes with an adult film star. Okay, you're the Pelicans. You're like, all right, we just got a tweet. Uh, apparently this lady, Mariah Mills, who is a adult film star. Don't look her up at the office. Yeah, make sure it's, 
Make sure you're in uh, a private. Private when you go look this up, folks. But an adult film star says she's going to drop a sex tape? Um, what's next? She's going to tell us water's wet? Like, this isn't this her profession? Isn't this her career? And Zion Williamson's out there just getting it going with... How much... How much would you care? It's This is, story is hilarious. It's not like Zion Williamson does anything on the court anyways. He's too busy getting some balls dribbled off the court. And apparently there's tapes of it. I don't know, Rowdy. If you're uh, in charge of the Pelicans, you say just release it? What are you going to do? I mean, what else, what else are you going to do? Like, okay, uh, release it. <laughs> Maybe we'd care a little bit more if he was playing. <laughs> All right. Uh, the guy likes to have relations with, uh, you know, his attractive females. I feel, like two, I feel like there's two people, according to the story that I briefly read about, that would care. It's Zion Williamson, and it's Zion Williamson's actual girlfriend, <laughs> wife, whatever, whatever they considered to call her. Yeah, his main squeeze. Yeah. Whatever. This is a side. Yeah, check. that. From what I read on the story, uh, those are the two that I feel like. Well, maybe it's a love triangle. Maybe there's three that care. The only way I wouldn't want a sex tape release of me is if I was the individual in this and I didn't have, um, you know, a strong showing. If you know what I'm talking about. If I'm Zion and I don't have a uh, <clears throat> a uh, larger than mm, persona. Then I'd be like, please, baby, don't release it. I don't want the world to know that it, big shoes mean big socks, and that's it. Don't let them know, baby. But if I'm Zion, I'm like, hey, release it. I want the people to be impressed. Look at that thing. Let's say you. <laughs> Line one, hello, who's this? I'm going to fly a kite. a boy, kid. <laughs> and, and, and one more thing before we go. Make sure you do a lightning storm. I made to try to write the Jim Rohn toll. Charlie, you've already been on the Jim Rome show. I say do it. I think you should what call in. What would you in, say if I made it again? I think you should call in a different radio show, a, a better radio show. What's better than this? Yeah, what, what's a better one? Uh, it it resides in Philadelphia. <gasps> oh, yeah. But it's late night. Yeah. Uh, what the hell is that again? Late night with David Lerman? No, not, <laughs> not better not than that. He doesn't even <laughs> do that anymore, Charlie. Come on. Yep. I have my picture of it. David Spade. Uh, WIP. Yeah, WIP in Philadelphia. Oh, Ben's new. Ben's new. You got to call into that one. Call that late nights. Like constantly, every commercial break. Uh, WIP. I'll have to look that behind. And and, and, uh, Ben's new show, and I hope he's doing okay. Call him a bunch. What's up? Is that his new original home? Yep, Philadelphia. Thanks, kid. Appreciate that. Go call that one. Why two? Hello. Did someone order a large pizza? Yeah, extra large. Extra large. Here it is. Oh, I ran out of money. What can I do? Oh, I got something you can do. <laughs> Hang on. Let me go. <laughs> What's, What's up, kid? What's happening? Z? Yeah. What's happening? Of course, it would be you. What's up, buddy? Hey, Z, do you order Not pizza a- every night in hopes that a, 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 a lady driver comes and delivers it? Oh, you were, weren't you already offered the pool boy job? Yeah, you were. The pool. I don't think I was offered a pool boy job. I can't. I remember this conversation. I just can't remember if I was offered that job. Yeah, yeah I'm new on the job here. I heard you need your pipes cleaned. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, 
him signing up for pornos. I mean, it, it makes sense. Well, apparently he didn't sign up for it. She's going to re- uh, and I quote, he has them on his trap phone. And she also is going to, the trap phone, it's like Kevin Gates. I got two phones, one for the plug and one for the love. All right. Yeah. Uh, are we sure this isn't like a Zion Williams burner account? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't, would you want to, I don't know. I think it's hers. I'm pretty sure it's hers. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess I can't look her up right now. I'm at work, but I'll have to put that later on in the saying bank. Oh, yeah, Mariah Mills. There you go, Z. <laughs> yep. Uh, maybe, you can see, maybe you can see Zion later, too, if you play your cards right. <laughs> clap, clap, clap. Anything, clap. anything else, Z? <laughs> uh, nothing. I'm just uh, going to the Twins vs. Red Sox game tonight. Oh, dude, cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean... Usually they usually play this series in May, but this year they're playing in uh, June. So going up there for work, and then my friend took me up at the hotel, and we're going to the game. Beautiful. Well, I want you to have a good time, man. Bring home a uh, a Red Sox victory. Thank you. Apparently it's dollar dog night, so I'm going to have to take six of those down. Like Mariah Mills. (laughs) I was going to make a joke like that, too. Well done. Well done, Z. Well done. All right, See you, buddy. Have fun. <laughs> Line three, hello. What's up, guys? What's happening, brother? Kids these days are just dumber than dog crap, all right? That's that's pretty much true, yes. I mean, you got Ja flashing a gun. You got Zion. You know, I wouldn't even trust a chick handing me a condom, and you're about to let her film you? <laughs> well, apparently he's doing it, too, because it's on his, and I quote, trap phone. Yeah, dumber than dog crap, you know. <laughs> and people people go to me and like, could you imagine all this stuff you'd get in trouble for now if there was YouTube and Facebook? I'm like, I wouldn't have been on it. You would have caught me. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, hey, if a guy, guy wants to make a little sex tape, all right, chick, give me the tapes. You want a copy? I'm blurring here's all my what, junk and face. Here's what you do. Here's what you do to make. If you want to make a, a, a sex tape nowadays, here's what you do, my friend. You get a recorder and a VHS tape. You make it old school because, you know, no one's going to be able to watch it besides you. Right. You know, I mean, I, I might set up a camera in my bedroom with a little, you know, security recorder or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not about to put it on my damn phone and let Russia or uh, those hackers get it. <laughs> just kids are just stupid. Oh, hey, okay. Well, what's what was Zion's contract? That's uh, uh, a big one. Would you take hundreds of millions of dollars? Oh, I think he's gone. I would say, Rowdy, would you take hundreds of millions of dollars for someone to try to extort you with a sex tape? Would I take hundreds of millions of dollars? Yeah. I mean, you have a like you're in the NBA, but with a caveat is you get that contract, but eventually you know somewhere down the road, not sure when, that someone's going to film you getting down and dirty with them, and then they're going to you know try to say I'm going to release this if you don't give me something Ooh, in return. Zion Williamson's contract was five years for over 194 million dollars. I would, I would, I would risk the sex tape release to have 150 million dollars. Uh, this guy could walk away from the NBA at, uh, let's see, he would be 27, 28 years old, and he would have made two, almost $238 million by the age of 28. 
And he could have a, a, a new career in, you know, the adult industry. Um, Why not? Basically, if I was that rich and that did pop up, which I don't think it would. So release the tape. I would basically give her a little bit of money to go the F away. <laughs> Release the Kraken. Like, look at look at uh, Tiger Woods with his girlfriend and that ongoing uh, saga. Yeah, that, that that's actually pretty funny. It is. Uh, line four. Good morning. Good morning to you. Oh, Michael. Hello, Mike and Brooks. Oh, hello. What are you doing, dude? You know, Nelson's voice sounds like extremely different on the phone today. I don't know what. So, but it just doesn't sound like him. Well, he did get a haircut. I don't know if it changes vocal cords. Rowdy looking have. very handsome with the haircut, by the way. Ooh, I still, have a, I, I still have a VCR, but what I choose <laughs> to slide into that VCR, you know, it's definitely not a Zion Williams and sex tape. I, watch this whole thing turn out to be like the Manti Teo thing. It's like some fake Russian. No, she's real. Hacker. No, she's real. She's real. I mean, like posing as her on the Internet. I, well, not, I mean, she just I, posed on the Internet. They posed together in a video, apparently. <laughs> Obviously, I know she's real. I just looked her up five minutes before I called. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not at work today. So, all right, good. Yep, uh, you're at so, home alone, feeling a little lonely. Yeah, did you? <laughs> hey, Mike, are you home alone? Did you shut the curtains? Did you lock the doors? Feel a little guilty, a little bit. Well, I just had to make sure I cleared the browser history on the laptop. <laughs> <for> the <license. laughs> hey, how come all the history is cleared? I don't know. I'm not just sweat a little bit. Gremlins in the system. I don't know. When I'm getting, uh, I don't know how to work that question crap. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I have no idea. Mike? No, nothing at all. All right, cool. Sweet. You're the man, Mike. Hey, yeah. Uh, you know, the more and more I listen to the show, I swear you guys just hired Charlie to call in like every half hour just no. for no. release. No. <laughs> not at all. No. That's that's all his own. That's like drunken motor reflex. That's just, That's what that is. It's kind of like the Bob and Tom show where you get their caller to call in, but it's actually pre-designated people. Listen, that are like you can't in radio. This in radio, there are services where you can pay people to, you know, they're actors or actresses. You can pay people to call in and and do bits and blah 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 blah. We don't do any of that here. No, 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 no. no. That's all organic. You just know your show sucks, and you got to hire people to call in. Yeah, and we don't hire anyone to call in. Yeah, we've uh, we've had other people think that uh, you know, like Scott and Charlie were plants or made up bits. Definitely not. Nope. And then once you know, certain listeners figured out that they actually were real. Then we just got what is known as the whack pack, not the rat, not the pack, rat pack, the whack pack. Yep, the whack pack. Sorry for you, then. I don't think anyone feels sorry for us. I mean, I do like Scott. He's he seems smart, and but I wouldn't go that far. Charlie's just hammered. Yeah, yeah. He knows a lot about music. I'd say <laughs> he was DJ Freeman. I think you're confusing Scott. And Char- Scott's the music guy. Charlie does know his music, but uh, yeah, he knows no, more I, about I alcoholic Scott. beverages than Scott. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Michael, uh, Michael, we love you, bud. All right, and, so. and have fun. Have fun being home alone with the draw, the blinds closed. Okay. I gotta go to breakfast first and then come back. Make sure you wash your hands. See you, buddy. All right. See you. See you. All right, Roddy. I do want to talk Corbin Burns coming up here. As the mob is fickle, my friends, people are turning on the ace. I'm gonna read some comments that are all over. Some I'm getting. Some reading on the you know, the Facebook machines. 
And we got to talk about uh, this Cy Young Award winner that we got in Corbin Burns. He gave up six runs in the first inning. Well, Rowdy, you're the closest. It's just Rowdy and I in the room now, and Rowdy's younger than I am. So, Rowdy, you're closest to, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know who called in before, Mike, but kids these days are, are dumb. Is it true? Are kids these days really that dumb? As close as you are to you're younger than I, I would say yes, but also... My perception is yes. The technology available is like... Look at Brett Favre at the end of his career. Yeah, he's sending out crank picks. With, with the Jets at age like roughly 40. Imagine if Brett Favre, age roughly 20, had the same type of technology. And that was still probably at that time, that still might have been a flip phone. I found a 90s video, speaking of VHS recordings, a 90s video I found on YouTube of Brett Favre judging a booty shaking contest early in his career in Green Bay. And let's just say, if that were to be released today, Favre would have been... (laughs) It wouldn't have been good for Brett Lorenzo Favre. Well, yeah, I mean, you gave Favre a flip phone. What he started doing? So now, pictures of his crank, half mass with Crocs on. That was tough. Imagine what he would have done at twenty with a smartphone, with a lot more access to a lot more people, that especially with like the Instagrams and the you know the Facebooks and the Twitters. That would have been tough. Uh, before break, Glenn one. Who's this? I, I heard that, and I appreciate. I don't know. I, I don't mean to take that personally. Take what personally? Uh, uh, that y'all pay for the guy to call in. That, Charlie, you can vote. We do not pay you to call in. You do it all on, on your own free will. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I enjoy a sports show. Yeah. Well, Charlie, it was a compliment. It was a compliment to you. He thought you're so good at acting like the way that you act that, that you got paid to do it. Like you're a paid actor. I, 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 Sorry, I think I, I take that personally. Aaron Rodgers, this report came out. How about this? Do you believe this? Do you believe him? The New York Jets expect Aaron Rodgers to play three more years per the report with the New York Jets. When the Jets made the decision to trade Rodgers earlier this season, they did so with one end goal in mind. They would believe the Rodgers could lead them to a Super Bowl and play for them more than one year. Aaron Rodgers also said it wasn't a stopgap for him. He wasn't going to be one and done. They believe the three-year report for the I Jets do. and Rodgers. And I think this just continues to fuel. That he wanted what? That he didn't want to play for the Green Bay Packers anymore. He was done. He was and out. Like, he signed that deal, right? Mm-hmm. So, that in theory, this three years would run through the last deal he signed because he has three more years on his contract. I mean, he didn't look like a guy that was like, oh, yeah, I only got a year left just a year ago, did he? Going going into that season, did it look like he was about to say, oh, you know, I only got about a year left in me here? No. I know he had a down year, but there was a lot of other reasons why, you know, he didn't necessarily perform. The team didn't perform. I never, never bought I it. never thought that one year was just unless it was all mental because for me, it didn't look physical. It looked like he mentally and then some of the things and how Brian Gutekunst would say this and Aaron Rodgers would say that. And then the timeline here and then this would come out. It felt like it had just run its course between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, and he didn't want to be there anymore. And he was just, he was ready to move on. It was time. And I think, you know, for the Packers point of view, especially because Brian Gutekunst spent the draft pick on Jordan love, 
you kind of got to make that uh, move because he had been sitting there for three years. Can't really have him sit much more. It was time in Brian Gutekunst's head. It was time in Aaron Rodgers' head. Yeah. Maybe there are some feelings uh, between the two parties where they don't necessarily like each other. They don't want to work together anymore. And when when um, – what was it? Brandon Marshall was interviewing Aaron Rodgers and yeah, he's he at the thing yeah. and he goes, well, you know, what if I only play one year? I feel like that was just a giant facade. Aaron Rodgers is not a stupid man. No, he also did say that he was going to be a Packer for the rest of his life and he wanted to retire a Packer. But I'm thinking in his mind, if he goes out there and tells everybody, hey, you know, I think I only got one good year left. The Jets don't have to give up much to get him no, because he's only going to be there for one year. That's why when we were talking about that deal, I almost wanted like a sliding scale deal where it's like, Hey, we get this, but if he plays a second year, we get this as well. Yeah. If he plays a third year, we get this as well. Cause that was floated around as being a potential option in a trade. Now they ended up getting what swaps of first, which was a plus, And then they're probably going to get a first round pick. Yeah, if he plays what 65% of the snaps. Yeah. So you imagine you upgrade your first round pick this year and you'll get a second. Well, I guess a, pick from the Jets next year. But if you're Aaron Rodgers and you're the New York Jets and you knew that for, you know from the start that you wanted to go to a better team that was younger, had more talent, had more cap space, you're looking around and the Jets are one of them. Oh yeah, it also just so happens some of these guys that uh, picked my replacement, the Matt LaFleur and Brian Gutekunst of the world, well his best buddy uh, Robert Sala is at the Jets. Well, guess what? The Jets have a lot of young talent. They had uh, Garrett Wilson, one of the best young receivers. They had uh, Brees Hall, one of the best young, young running backs. Yeah. They have a good defense. They have cap space. That looks like a spot. Oh, they're going to go hire my boy uh, Ooh, Nathaniel Hack. That I like. Ooh, we like oh, him. They got cap space where they can bring in some of my Ooh, buddies. That take uh, my list of will, demands. Yeah, that will help get some of these younger guys on the same, you know, level as us yeah. when it comes to play. Oh, we, we have the space to do that. Oh, but I'm only going to tell them that I'm going to play for one year because then they're only going to have to give up a hundred percent. I believe that I've, I, I know we got into it when I said, I just don't think he wants to no, be I, there anymore. I'm, I'm more on your side of this now is that it keeps unfolding. Um, I don't think we really got into it, but, um, I was more on your side of this thing. Now I think Rogers just wanted to change the scenery. Now look at Rogers is doing too. Um, uh, our guy Thick Cheddar on Twitch says midlife crisis for Rogers gets a young GF, a girlfriend. I don't know if he's dating Mallory Edens, but she's a New York hedge fund baby. Uh, big city living. He said, "What's next for Rogers? A flashy sports car, a Miata? What does he got? Well, what have we seen Aaron Rodgers doing now? He's at New York Rangers games. He's at New York Knicks games. Well, he's at he the could, Tony Awards." It, to back Aaron Rodgers here, he couldn't go to an NHL game in Wisconsin. He could not. He could have gone to more Bucks games. Hell, he's a minority owner. You never saw the guy there. And when you did, it was embarrassing because he couldn't chug a beer. Now, he's at the Tony Awards. They're not chugging any beer at the Tony Awards. I'll let you know that. He might, he's shipping, sipping some champagne with his pinky out there. He's at the Rangers games. He's at the Knicks games. He's doing big city things. Um, I no, I'm more on your side, Rowdy. Now, like the more this is played on, is Rogers obviously didn't care for Brian Gutekunst. I don't think he wanted that to coexist with that relationship anymore. Uh, he said a lot of glowing reviews about Jordan Love. Felt like you know what, he's your guy, anyways. You made your bed, now sleep in it. Here I go off now to New York. Um, I do kind of thought because I watched the end of at the end of the season when they lost in the playoff or when they got beat by the Lions. Excuse me, and didn't make it to the playoffs. 
uh, watching Aaron Rodgers' press conference, I did think he was going to retire uh, at first. I thought he was going to call it a day or a career and say I'm done uh, just with his mannerisms and his body language at the end of that uh, the game against the Lions. I think just in his head, he mentally knew that he was done in Green Bay. Yeah, I think he just wanted. I think it was in between retiring and or just getting the f out of Green Bay and finding some greener. Pa- well, it's not always greener on the other side, but finding some New York green, if you will, with the Jets. And what 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 does Rodgers have to live up to in New York? Joe Namath, Broadway Joe, the dude wasn't if, that great of a quarterback, anyways. See, I never really ever thought that Aaron Rodgers was done, even when he says, "Oh, it was ninety percent retired." Because how many guys that care? Because what have the rumors been about Aaron Rodgers since? Since uh, he was, you know, drafted or even coming out of Cal, yeah, oh, Cal, you know, right? he's uh, he's selfish. He's got an attitude, blah blah blah, arrogant. Yeah, a-hole. he cares about himself. Well, if those things are true, if he does care about himself, uh, how many people have said um, that he cares about his stats? Like everybody, yeah, because he would he wouldn't force it in yeah. there on oh, a you know play away, and throw it away. So he he cares about himself, cares about his stats. Cares about his legacy. I think he just saw the writing was on the wall in Green Bay. Said, you know what? We kind of came to our end here. We we can't in my three year window, which I signed that three year contract. We cannot win a Super Bowl now after this last season. If we went all in this year, it would probably be pretty close to the same team, which probably gets into the playoffs this year because you're going to have a, a healthier offensive line, uh, more experienced wide receivers. You're going to add pieces. The team would overall probably be healthier. Yeah, We'll make the playoffs, but are we contenders? No, we can't beat the Eagles. We can't beat the 49ers. We can't beat, insert the Chiefs, you know, the blah, blah, blah. Writing's on the wall. Uh, it's time for me to move on because... I'm looking for my legacy. I need a second Super Bowl. Like the MVPs are nice. I got four of them. Yeah. A fifth one, I'll take it. But the Super Bowl, that second one is what is eluding me. And there's a lot of there. Once you get two, you become that top, you know, tier yeah. echelon. People quarterback. Say, well, Trent Dilfer's got a Super Bowl too. You know. Well, I mean, look at the AFC though. Man, is that loaded with young guns? It is, though. but. You gotta to win it all. You gotta beat the best, right? Yeah, to be the best, you gotta beat the best. And he probably doesn't have to go through all of them if you think about how it would break down. Because depending on how it breaks down, the Jets might only have to play one of the Chiefs and the the Bengals, Buffalo and, and, and all whatever. It it might break their way, but yeah. Plus, he knows. That uh, that team is talented in New York. I mean, look at the AFC East. Uh, Would you rather take a talented team in the Jets that's upcoming and play the aging Buffalo Bills that still are talent and kind of the what are they still Chiefs that yeah. that still won a Super Bowl but their roster yeah, you know the last be, couple of years it's like yeah, yeah what what are they doing. And then there's Cincinnati, whose window is still open. But would you rather play an aging Buffalo, a young, still open Cincinnati, or a Patrick Mahomes kind of what are we doing? Is it is it still in the window with a talented up-and-coming team? Or would you rather take a Packers team, which would have much less talent, yeah. still playing against the Niners, the, the Eagles, even the Cowboys have probably yeah. more talent. Like some of those other teams, do you think you – at age 39 going on 40, could be that good to take the talent in Green Bay to a Super Bowl versus the talent you already have. You just have to be – you're a good team. You have to beat good teams. 
in Green Bay, it feels I'd like be the up and coming good team. Yeah, in Green Bay, it feels like you would have to play way above your head to yeah. beat some of those teams. Well, and also how long you've been in Green Bay, have already been there, done that, and how many times have you seen you know your special teams lose it for you, your defense lose it for you, your your head coach have no sack and let you go for it and kick or a field your, goal and say wide receiver core isn't that great? Yeah, or your wide receiver core is two guys in their sophomore year who are ha- hurt half their rookie season. Yeah, like the New York Jets, I mean, uh, you look around you, you have a very good shot at making a run, especially if you're an Aaron Rodgers, a very smart guy. And, you know, um, I bet you Robert Sala has got a bigger sack than Matt LaFleur when it comes to letting, you know, you know, him do stuff. And look at the, I mean, look at the division. Obviously, you got the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. Who would you take, Rowdy? You're taking the Jets over the Patriots all day. Yes. You're taking the Jets over the Dolphins? Um, we'll see. I, the, I would the say, Bills, no, I would but say the Dolphins? Prob- probably with the addition of Aaron Rodgers and what they have done, I would say yes, probably yeah. take them over the Dolphins. So you the Bills. The Dolphins didn't have the greatest defense, but they had a very explosive offense. Yeah. You're fighting the Buffalo Bills. And the Jets had a good defense. Uh, I would say yes, over them over Miami. And then it would be against the Bills. But the Bills are starting to get to the point. Look, Stephon Diggs already a male content coming in. I, I need to have more say in the plays. But they're kind of getting to the point of like where the Green Bay Packers were the last couple of years. Yeah, it's like totally. we're starting to max out our credit cards. You know, some of our really good players are starting to become older and they're making a lot of money. Josh Allen is no longer on his rookie deal. So they're starting to get into like the cap hell where they'll be what the Packers are right now in a couple years. Yeah. So their window isn't huge with that core of guys. I mean, who are you fighting in the AFC? The, the Bills, if you're the Jets, you're fighting the Bills, the Bengals, uh, the Chiefs, obviously, and then you, th- you Baltimore. throw the Baltimore, Lamar Jackson. and I still feel like it's early for Kenny Pickett and the Steelers, even though right? Mike Tomlin finds ways to be like 500 or better the Browns every single suck. year. They're terrible. Deshaun Watson and the Browns will only be good if Deshaun Watson finds his 2019, yeah. 2020 the Browns version. are the Browns. They're the Lions of the AFC. Baltimore should be decent. I mean, that roster is always good. Yeah. Harbaugh is a pretty good coach. coach. Lamar Jackson, for not having a ton of weapons, is a, a great athlete. You chose Lamar? You chose? Honestly, in the South, it's Jacksonville. Yeah, that's it. And in the West, you probably just have the Chargers and Chiefs at this point. Uh, Broncos are a big question mark. They could either be bad again, or I think they could be pretty good. Yeah, you, I'm not expecting much of the Raiders. Either. But you look at the East, it's like, okay, well, sorry, the, the NFC East, the Packers are firmly behind the Eagles. Yeah. The Packers, in my mind, going into this year, are firmly behind the Cowboys. The Packers are behind just a lot of teams. Uh, the, the Giants were better than the Packers last year and beat the Packers last year. Now, if it was an Aaron Rodgers-led team, I think the Packers ultimately would be better than the Giants. But then you look at the North, you have the Lions. The Lions do have They're a lot the of talent. The South, everybody South sucks. South sucks. Everyone uh, sucks that, in the South. The South would actually be... Uh, pretty interesting. Derek Carr and the Saints. Could you imagine if we Bryce uh, Young is good at the Panthers? We allowed an expansion team, and it was uh, we'll just say like a Alabama slash Georgia, <sighs> where where the the dogs and the tide got to combine their teams Roll to play against dogs. Uh, some of these dog crap teams in the South. But actually, I kind of think the Panthers are going to win the NFC South. Bryce speaking Young, of, the truth. Speaking of Bama, you have Frank Reich there. You yeah. have. Uh, you have uh, Bryce Young, who, uh, by all accounts, is doing it all in ten these, practices. These looks 10 pretty practices. good. I mean, that 
Carolina defense was already decent. Well, then look at the they West. They brought in some pieces. Nin- who's the quarters- quarterback for the Niners? The Seahawks, Geno Smith? Is that going to happen? Well, the Niners are going to be good, even if I played quarterback for the Niners, because everything but quarterback yeah, they have is a great good. roster. All they, all they have to do is find an average quarterback. Who's even going to be their quarterback? Sam Darnold. Oh God, he's seeing ghosts. Uh, Trey Lance. Well, isn't he still isn't he still fighting that ankle injury or whatever? He's been fighting an ankle injury <laughs> since he sucked in his first couple. Of Brock games. Purdy ain't gonna be coming back with that elbow injury. Well, he might be back midseason. The Seahawks got Geno Smith. I mean, it, was he a flash in the pan last year as the comeback player? The uh, Rams, Rams are, are in Cap Hill. Cap Hill. Cardinals Stafford's old and and coming off injury. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. I look at the I look at the South and I do kind of like the Panthers to win the South. Interesting. Uh, let's let's go to the phones. Line, I still, oh, I, in all oh, in all, oh, oh. I think you can still firmly say that the the Green Bay Packers, at best, with Aaron Rodgers coming back, would be a team that might be lacking some talent, especially looking across to the AFC, mm-hmm. and still probably at best fourth in the NFC. Yeah. Now they got talent with the Jets. Uh, line four. Good morning. Yellow. Hey, this is Todd. Todd, what's up, dude? How we living? I don't know. What are you guys talking about the Packers behind all these NFC teams? They got the best quarterback in the NFL. I heard somebody say that. Uh, yeah, Jair Alexander said that, <laughs> I do believe. Here's, I saw him say that, too, and I'm like, I saw people freaking out. I was like, well, what do you want Jair to say? Hey, man, he, well, he, he I, the I don't 12th think he best blatantly lied. Yeah. He could have said, hey, we got confidence in him. He's going to be good, but to go that far was a little ridiculous. Do you think Jair would say they got the best GM in the league, Todd? I, yeah, he would say it, but he wouldn't. He'd know it wasn't true. He'd lie through his teeth on that one too. Todd, By I the way, the, you're Todd. talking about Aaron Rodgers caring about his stats, which I think most quarterbacks do. However, yeah. I will say a lot of him not throwing it. Although he has thrown it in some pretty tight windows, he's so oh, yeah. accurate. But he was taught over and over from Brett Favre how that turning the ball over just about crusty every time. So I think it's more to do with that. Yeah. Well, uh, Todd, I agree with you on that. And there's this thing too. It's like some people, when they grow (laughs) up, they're like, I want to be the exact opposite of my dad, or I want to be exact opposite of this, this figure in my life. I think Aaron Rodgers saw Brett Favre. He's like, I want to be the exact opposite of this interception machine. (laughs) I think Rodgers would have stayed even though if, if it weren't for Goot, because I think Goot was scheming against Rodgers from the day he was hired as GM. I don't think it, was just uh, Jordan Love deal. I think there was some bad blood there from the beginning, and Goot couldn't couldn't put that aside and do what's best for the team. Yeah, uh, there's definitely well, some animosity between the two. I agree with you, Todd, on the fact that if they never drafted Jordan Love, I think Aaron Rodgers uh, ends his career in Green Bay. Just well, they possibly have an impact player from that that pick. You don't we don't know, but a wide receiver, middle linebacker, or something that could actually help the team that was on the verge of making it to the Super Bowl instead of drafting a player that may never turn out to be a good player for them. And, yeah. and certainly for four or five years in minimum, I, it is the dumbest pick I've ever <laughs> seen that. It's just stupid, just <laughs> dumb. And that's not the only bad thing he's done. Todd, I love your, I love your hatred of Brian. Goodacus. Passion? Yeah. Your passion. Cool.